I broke my hand in Miami. Well, yeah, but what's the exact story? Yeah, how, what's how, what give happened? Us some, give us some context. Because you came back, and me and Mason have been asking, yo, bro, how like, do you just break like, your you hand? what you punch? Or who'd you, what'd you hit? Who said I hit anything? Yo, guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is what it is. If you're new here, hit the subscribe button. Today, we got another boys-only episode. Y'all love them, and we got another one. And uh, today... We got some things to talk about. The last Boys Only episode, we talked about the Austin McBroom, the beef that happened uh, last year, and we got some updates on that, because some stuff is still going on about that. We got some updates. As you guys know, Austin McBroom is a scheduled to fight a Nissan Gib, aka the Big Gibber. Seven-figure Gibber. And, uh... Let's just say they just asked Nick to be on the undercard and fight Ryan Johnson, a.k.a. the guy that Nick beat in the first event, which is Austin McBroom's brother-in-law. They literally just DM'd him. They DM me. Let me let me read you. I'll read the exact DM. Crazy. This is happening in real time. That they, uh, they actually... S- they DM so Social Gloves, a.k.a. the company that Austin McBroom owns, a.k.a. the company that put on the last fight, that tanked and uh, they didn't pay their fighters, they DM me and said, hey, Nick, are you interested in fighting on our July 30th card at Crypto Arena? And I was like, I saw that. I was like, shoot, bro, a chance to fight in, that's like one of the biggest stadiums or arenas that there is. Where the LA Lakers play basketball. The Staples Center. They changed to the Crypto Arena or whatever, but that's a legendary place. And to fight there, that's like, dude, not many people get to fight there. Even some... Good boxers, I feel like, don't get a fight in such a big place like that. Oh, and they're asking me to fight there? Other than NCK and Ryan Johnson, my boy. So, so they DM me that, and I said, possibly, what's the offer, and do you have an opponent? So I'm asking them, like, yo, how, I, how much am I going to get? Because it's got to be worthwhile, you know? So then they say, not sure what the offer is yet. Have to talk with the team. Just wanted to see if you were interested. Meaning, not sure if we're going to actually make money on this event or lose money. Not sure if we're going to pay the fighters or not. Yeah. I mean, Wait, so what happened? What's like the current situation with them right now? Like, how much do they get sued for? For the last thing? Oh, I don't know. We, we talked about that last episode, though, but I don't really know. I don't know. Because how in the world are they going to have money to pay you for this fight? Well, some they didn't peop- have any money for last fight. Some people are saying it's a little Ponzi scheme, and they're going to take the money that they're making from this fight to pay off their debts... To the fighters from the first fight. And then they're going to start a ooh. Yeah, that's what people are oh saying that they're going to do. But uh, pretty much they said, they said not sure, and your opponent would be Ryan Johnston. And I said, let me know what your team says for, uh, for the moolah. Because I'm not going to fight for free like everyone else that did Social Gloves 1. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Can't take that out. And they need to send that money up front because I ain't waiting until after. Because you wait till after, you might never get it. So then they say, talk with the team, and the budget is really tight. The card isn't really set, but if money isn't your motivation, then we might be able to work something out. Not saying you would fight for free, but the budget is low. What's the lowest you would get in the ring for? And then I DM'd and said, make me an offer. And then they, they never even got back to me. And the funny thing is, right after that happens, Ryan Johnson DMs me, of all people, he literally DM'd me, and I think he's I think he's afraid of NCK. Wait, what did he DM? He, he was what saying did he DM you. He was saying that like Nick's too big and he needs to get down, and I'm more his size. 
And uh, he literally DM'd me. Wait, he, now he's trying to DM you and fight you? Yeah, yeah, because I think he's afraid of NCK, if I'm being honest. I think so. He also dropped a comment on the last pod that we made talking about Austin McBroom. He dropped a comment on that, and I'll read that after Ricky reads the DM. What, what's his... Uh, I can't even find his... Uh, oh, it's so hard because of how irrelevant he is. Dang, bro. I'm just... I'm just but, uh, okay, he DM'd me this. He said, Ricky, what's up, brother? Let's get on the card for July. You or your brother... It's a good shot to make it happen. Hope to hear from you soon. Sparkle emoji, sparkle emoji. He so loves is, the sparkle emoji, is bro. Is he a fruitcake or what? I don't know. He, 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 every, every message is a sparkle emoji, but it's like weird. But then also, he dropped the comment on the pod talking about Austin McBroom and said this. Well, you have an opportunity to fight me, Ryan, again, and show the fans what they want to see. This emoji and then another sparkle emoji. He said, I'm open to fight on this July card. Are you? Since this is a pro fight and the commission is stricter, I'm not sure they'll allow a major weight difference between us, Ryan, versus Nick. Last time I checked, Nick is 182 pounds, and I'm at 150. I'm still willing to fight. In case they don't allow it, maybe Ricky will step up to the plate to avenge his brother? Question mark? Point is, there's a fight coming up, and we can make it happen. Let's be humble about this opportunity to hand. Anything that comes to us is a blessing. All you have to do is accept it. Sparkle, Sparkle emoji. emoji. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This man just sent you a full-on book? He commented that on the pod. What? Let's, let's be honest here. Holy crap. This whole Who thing is, is this guy? Like, does he have, like, a YouTube or anything? Yeah, he does. He does. He's Austin McBroom's brother. Like, what, what's in it for you other than, like... That's what I'm saying. Bro, there's nothing in it for you. This is going to be a like, big sloop fest, bro. Yeah, I just think they're. Uh, yeah, I definitely they're, think they're trying to do what Nick said earlier. They're doing a horrible job. I haven't seen almost any promotion of it at all. That's what KSI just said that to Austin. Said, "Yo, what are you doing? You're not even promoting your fight, and your fight is literally in a month." You gotta promote. You 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 promoted so hard on the first one, and it's still hudded. So how are you gonna not promote and, and expect it to do good? So I think it's gonna be a big sloop fest. I think they're banking on a bunch of these popping, like maybe quote unquote popping TikTokers or. Upcoming like YouTubers that like because nowadays I feel like have like every so many people have so many followers. Mason and I were talking about this oh, earlier, dude. Yeah, because so many people have followers and get a bunch of likes, but who has real fan bases that are going to show out and buy tickets yeah. or buy merch or actually move product? Yeah, it, it like it's so crazy because you can get so like you can have one video just like blow your Instagram up or your TikTok and just like all of a sudden have hundreds of thousands of followers. But how many of them are like liking, interacting with your content? Followers, and but like, not, but not real fans. Though. Yeah, people have that width, but they don't got that. The prime depth. example, the prime example that is depth, like having bro. a code. The prime you- example is like having like a code. Say you're sponsored by uh, the comp, like a company like Nike or something. That's just because it's a big company. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then you have a code, but then like only like five. You have hundreds of thousands of followers, and just only like five people use your code. That's how you yeah. know it's like all the. Like, shit coming up on the internet is, like, fake nowadays. But then some people have, like, a couple thousand followers, and if they drop something, they can move thousands of products. Like, yeah. literally, all, almost all their followers will go do it. So I think Awesome McBroom and them, the whole, like, whatever they're doing, whatever sloop fest they're doing over there, they're banking on all these up-and-coming, like, TikTokers that maybe have a bunch of numbers. There's actually no TikTokers fighting so far. Oh, all these, well, all, these, all these people, they're banking on them to just go over there and do it for, like, the quote-unquote experience, and definitely do it for the experience, but if you want to actually take it serious, especially you're not just going to hop in there and put your reputation on the line, possibly get knocked out, and not try to train and dedicate time, and that's going to take time away from doing social media. Like, 
doing the stuff that got you there. So to me, I just think I just think it's a big it's a big sloop fest and I don't think it's going to actually happen. You don't think the fight is even going to happen? I I I it, it might happen but it's just, it just, I don't, I think the, I think the fight's going to happen. Will anyone get paid? That is for another day. But, and also boxing news, this ties in perfectly. Jake Paul is scheduled to fight Tommy Fury August 6th. We all know Jake Paul was supposed to fight him back in the day. And, uh, Tommy Fury canceled it. I don't know why. I don't know why, but he canceled it. And the rescheduled fight, who do you think's winning that? Jake Paul. I would definitely say Jake Paul because Tommy, I mean like, oh shoot. But let's hear why. Let's hear why. So Tommy Fury, he's bro. He's like six one, six two, maybe isn't he? Or is he like? No, Tommy Fury is actually bigger than Jake and yeah, like how, longer how, reach. So how tall is he? I think I don't know, but I know that Jake said he's tall. That Tommy Fury is taller, longer, and well, has more pro fights. Because we were in Cleveland and we literally saw him fight that little like the short like five nine guy, and it was like crazy. And he like, so if Jake Paul was like that to him, I feel like Tommy Fury could easily like win. You but, think so? But I don't know. Jake Paul, bro, he looks like he's like a legit boxer now. I'm I'm definitely going Jake Paul. I want Jake to win. I feel like Tommy Fury <laughs> is just, he doesn't actually want to fight. Like, it, it took so long for him to get in there. Like, he had a chance. Then he made an excuse, and now he had another chance, and then Jake Paul called him out. And then even to, uh, to, Tommy Fury's brother, Tyson Fury, the world champion, the heavyweight world champion. One of the greatest. That made $40 million last year. Only bet $100,000 on his brother, and Jake Paul called him out, and then he was like, all right, fine, I'll put a million. But I don't think he really believes in his brother, and I, and if your brother doesn't believe in you, it's like, come on, bro. Because Jake Paul has so much power. I feel like Jake Paul could easily be like in the top boxers soon if he gets more speed, but his like, power is so crazy. They're both, they're both undefeated. They're both undefeated. But I don't someone's know. about to say Tommy Fury hasn't even fought like anyone real. But you could say the neither, same for Jake Paul. Neither has Jake, really, though. Yeah, you could uh, say the same. I mean, I don't know. Like he hasn't fought a real boxer, yeah, tech, a, a real boxer, but he's fought like legit athletes. And but Tommy Fury's fought real boxers, though. I don't know if they. Were, I don't know exactly oh, no. his come the up. Nate guy was like a YouTuber, right? That short, like Nate like Robinson. A, no, 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 no. That guy the was guy, like an what, MMA what guy. That That's an name? MMA guy. No, what was the guy's name that Tommy Fury fought in Cleveland? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Jake Paul's sparring partner. But he, he actually fights. Yeah, he actually fights. So that's oh. like a real athlete. But I don't know. We'll see. It'll be interesting. I want Jake to win. I don't think I'm going to bet, though. I but think I'm going to bet on Jake Paul. You're going to bet on Jake Paul? I think he's just on track, bro. He's just taking dubs. He's supposed yeah. to take dubs. He's just going to keep winning. I feel like soon enough he's going to fight like a legit like boxer. But this is legit boxer. This is his first like legit boxer. It's I, uh, I don't know if how his legit. His name isn't like huge. I'm saying like... Maybe in the future I could easily see Jake. You want him Paul. to fight Canelo, huh? Yeah, Canelo. <coughs> That's such a drastic jump. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, like on like his, he's on he's only got six fights. You know, this is gonna be a six fight. Gotta take it. It'd basically slow. be like if Patty the Batty fought Conor McGregor just out of nowhere. You know who Patty the Batty is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, UFC guy. Yeah, that's like. But I think we got to. Uh, so let's, yeah, let's, why don't we address the white elephant in the room right now? Why has it got to be white? It's just the elephant, buddy. Uh, oh man, I guess the elephant. I th- uh. But you guys, Dang, bro. But um, what? like I was saying, social gloves. They asked me to fight Ryan Johnston. But if you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm sure you guys see my hand. Yeah, what I, what did happen to your hand? I don't know if I can fight Ryan Johnston with a broken hand. You know, so even if even if they offered a big bag, I don't know. I don't. I 
Don't think I can fight him. That'd be crazy to go in there one-handed and still beat him, though. This just happened. I said in the last Boys Only episode that I was we were talking about Miami, right? Yep. Like, bad stuff always happens when we're in Miami. Mm-hmm. That's when the Austin McBroom Ooh. stuff happened. We almost we got robbed down there, and then just bad stuff happens. Well, like, two weeks ago or a week ago, I went down to Miami, boys, and this happened in Miami. I broke my hand in Miami. Well, yeah, but what's the exact story? Yeah, how, what's how, what happened? Give us some, some context. Because you came back, and me and Mason have been asking, yo, bro, how like, do you just break like, your you hand? What did you punch? Or who'd you, what'd you hit? Who said I hit anything? Or how'd you fall and land on it? I, I did punch something. That is how I broke it. Okay. I, and why why did you punch something? So the story is... Right. Oh, yeah, I got to hear this, bro. There's some there's some tension over there, boys? No. no, no he's no. like staring at me, and I'm like... No, I'm just looking around. I'm, I'm just asking you questions on how you broke your hand. Because um, you keep saying, oh, yep, I went to Miami and broke my hand and... Well, that's what happened. I went to Miami, and then, you know, sometimes you just get a little bit cheese. <laughs> and you then, got mad? And then you just sometimes you want to punch something, and NCK punched. I punched a bed frame. Okay, you punched a bed frame. Why were you cheesed? I'm, I'm leaving it at that. Oh. You can't wait. So you, can you tell us off camera? Maybe off camera. Maybe. All right. But not on? Damn. Yeah, not on. <gasps> not, maybe not on or off. I punched mean- something. Does it include someone? Who knows? Okay. <laughs> Dang. All right, all right. You got to keep right. some stuff private. All right, you know? all, right. all right. I thought we would learn the story today, but I guess we didn't learn the story. But funny story is, so I broke it on like Tuesday night when I went to Miami. And then I was in Miami until like I came back home Friday. Yeah. And I didn't go to the doctor while I was in Miami. So I'm just walking around for like three, four days with a broken hand. And then I come back here, and then I find out that we're filming a music video because me and Ricky, we just filmed a music video. I don't know if the song is out yet, but if it's not, it's coming soon, and the music video is coming soon. It's called Summertime? Yep. We're still picking a name for it, but some, something about the summertime. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> and me and Ricky, we filmed a music oh, video for it right when we got back. Oh, and the funny man. thing is, I knew that my hand was broken, and I knew that I had to get a cast. But we were filming the music video like the Saturday that I got back that week. And I'm like, shoot, I can't go to the doctor before then because I can't be wearing this in the music video. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going to look like a clown. Yeah. And then <laughs> you just can't be wearing this. So then while we're filming the music video, my hand is just broken like the whole time. You're just like, uh, you're just like rapping and singing and just like you have like a massive <laughs> swollen hand in your hands. Like, the hand is going like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like dangling. No, for real. If you watch the music video, oh, I don't know if you're going to be able to tell. But it's a definitely a little bit swollen. My right hand, if you're watching the music video, look at my right hand and see if you can spot the difference. But that was already a couple days after it broke. So the swelling went down. So it wasn't as noticeable. But I just thought it was funny. I filmed a music video with a broken hand. I didn't, honestly, that day when he came back and he said he broke his hand, I thought he was joking the whole time until like a couple days ago when he actually had the cast. And I was oh, like, oh, no. He no, actually no, broke. No, no. no one I, believed dude, me. Dude, I knew because that kid, that kid, like the Friday night when he got home, and you were having your birthday party. Oh like yeah! He dabbed your ham- hand up, and then no, bro, just he like that, da- like he didn't dab my hand up. I went to go it? shake someone's hand, and oh, then and he like firmly grasped it, firmly man. grasped it, bro, and just like SpongeBob, literally. You know? No, I, I don't know. But he grasped it like <laughs> so hard. He gripped it so hard, and I was like, "Bro, my hand's broken." He's like, "Sorry, bro, sorry." He didn't believe you at first. 
No, I just don't think he he just didn't know. Like, oh. I went to go shake his hand. You're gonna shake someone's hand if they have it out. Yeah. Why did you Why did you put the hand out? Should you just not? Because you forgot. I don't know. Loki, but dude, having this cast, bro. I just I appreciate my hand more now <laughs> that I'm in a cast. Because I've never you broken a bone. Using that hand. I'm <laughs> oh my god, bro! Y'all got dirty minds. No, I was actually serious. Like Mason does. I know Mason's thinking no. over there. Have you? I ever- mean, what would happen if you broke your hand? You'd be a little rage monster right now, huh? No, I'd be fine. Have you ever broken any any bones before? <laughs> Dude, y'all are cracking me up. I can't. Well, well, have you or no? Have you broken? Like, any I haven't. Bones? I've never broken a bone because I drank milk when I was little. No, no, no. Oh, dude, I actually have this nasty picture, bro. Uh, like, sophomore year of high school, we were, like, warming up before the game for football. And I was, like, we're just running routes. Mm-hmm. I went to catch a ball. I, like, stepped on something and slipped. And then I had to put my hand down to catch myself from falling. And I literally oh. put my thumb in the ground and, like, twisted it, bro. But did it break, yeah. though? You want me to show you the picture? Sure. Oh, it broke. Should no, we I literally, like, snapped it in half. Should we pop it up? How long is yeah, it going to yeah, take yeah. you to find this? Oh, two seconds, because it's, like, one of the first photos when I first fought. So you so you broke your thumb? Is that the only bone you've broken? Oh my! Oh, yo, can we pop that up? Let me see. Let me see. Ooh! Yeah, isn't that crazy? But never broken a bone, huh? Uh, broken that. Oh, that was a broken thumb. Oh, and my toe. I broke my toe. How'd you break your toe? When so I was like ten years old, and and your friend was sucking hard. No, no, no. I was I was like ten years old. I was in Kentucky on like a summer trip, and back in the day when I was like a kid, used to have sprinklers like. You know, in the grass. Yeah. I just, like, squirted water, and you're out there in a kit. <laughs> That's what kid. a sprinkler does. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I was, like, reaching for it, and it was, like, way up there in the garage, and I dropped it, bro. And, like, the metal piece, like, sliced my toe in half. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Like, you can still see, like, there's, like, a scar, like, on my toe. Dang. Like, yeah. Dang, what a story. That's just, pretty crazy. Just sliced it? Just slices straight off. <laughs> and it just went. It just went. <laughs> I don't even know. But it hurt so bad. I was like crying. But this is this is the only bone I broke. Well, I broke I broke a nose, but not my nose. I don't know if that, that doesn't count. Ankle. Did you didn't you break your ankle? You also broke someone's rib too. Oh, I also yeah, I broke someone's nose, broke someone's rib. Wait, you, you broke your ankle like a year ago. No, no, I I rolled it. That doesn't oh. count. But then this is the only bone of mine that I've broken. Not key, boo. Not key. But speaking of uh, breaking bones, I could have broke one last night when we were at the hockey game. Bro. So last night, if you guys didn't know, the Tampa Bay Lightning, our hometown, they were in the Stanley Cup finals for hockey for the third year in a row. They literally won it two years ago, last year, and they were close to winning it this year. In the the finals. They can't get any closer. Can't get any closer. And game six, it was, they had to win it in order to go to game seven. But if Colorado won it, which was the opposing team, it would end the series. So, you know, your boy being one hit Rick, whenever there's a championship in Tampa Bay, I dress as the opposing team. I did it when I was dressed as Patrick Mahomes for the Super Bowl, got in a fight. Then we did it last year when the Lightning were in the Stanley Cup. Not only did you get in a fight, you you dropped, buddy. Dropped, buddy. And then this year we were like, "Yo, it's like a tradition at this point." Wait, you you got dropped? No, I dropped. The, I dropped Bud. Bro, you've seen the video. You've seen the clip? No. You haven't seen the clip when I got in the fight with a Tampa Bay fan? Well, I didn't know you dropped him. Yeah, I, I, he was. He pe- cla- I thought he clapped you. He was piecing me up, and then I got one good hit, and he dropped. Yeah. Oh, but 
Um, but he just this after. I he toppled over, bro. I gotta see this. After. It was like a punch kick. It was like the weirdest thing ever. Or wait, should it you worked. show me real quick? It worked though. No, no, we'll show you. We'll show you after. Yeah. But the video is uh, it's titled "Ireland Boys Get in Fight." I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so this year we're like, yo, we gotta go back out and do it again. So I go out. I'm chirping all the fans. I'm talking smack. And um, honestly, this year it was a little bit different because Tampa Bay was losing. And they actually ended up losing. And all the fans were watching the screen. And as soon as they lost, I was like maybe one of like three or four Colorado fans there. And I scream like at the top of my lungs when they, when Tampa Bay lost, I was like, let's go. Whoa. And everyone's like <laughs> so wait, wait, quiet wait. around me, bro. It was like awkward. Wait, did you get a video of it? Yeah, bro. We posted the oh, whole video. dude. It was crazy. The full videos on the main channel, right? Full videos on the main channel. It should be on the main channel if you guys are watching this right now. But right after, holy shit, guy! But <laughs> right, it's covering but, your face. Right after we did that, I'm walking around. I'm walking around, and I see this news reporter interviewing like ten Tampa Bay fans. So I had to hop up there and get on the interview. And while I was doing the inter- while I was about to go on the interview, the lady. That was doing the interview with the reporter. She was just like, "Yo, take it, take take one second. I'll bring you in in a second. So there's a whole bunch of the fans, but she's mainly interviewing this one dude and asking him questions like, "How does it feel? How is it to like lose this year?" And he was yeah. saying like, "Yeah, we won the past two years, so that's all that matters. Like, uh, like not many teams have won the past two. Uh, that's a good. That's a good like reenactment impression. It was yeah, a great yeah. impression. And then so then she 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 pans to the side and she's like. But we do have one Avalanche fan here. I got to ask him, how does it feel to be a winner this year? So I hop in. Wait, in this moment, how did you think of what to say, like, when you were on it? I, I, I just freestyle, and it usually really? works out. Holy usually, crap, right? bro. Yeah. So, so she, scared. she pulls me in, and I go, I go, what's up, guys? It's Jose Digma. And oh. that's, like, my alter ego right now. I think that's what I'm running with. Jose Digma. To, dude, we have to make some shirts of Jose we are, Digma. We are. They're already out. Yeah. Oh, we already dropped them, bro. You, come on now, bro. We already Wait. dropped them, bro. Right. Link in the description. Main, did you watch the main channel video? Not yet. I'm going to go watch it after this. All right, all right, all right. But literally, Jose Digma, and the reason why it's Jose Digma is because it's like a it's like a name that I can get people with because I'm like, my name's Jose Digma, or I work for Jose Digma, and then you're like, who's Jose Digma? So, yeah. Who, who's Jose Digma? Oh, it's actually when Jose dig my nuts in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> and, it, and it, like, gets right. him every time because it's, like, it's different than, like, a D's nuts. It's like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jose Digma I, Everybody like, knows D's nuts... And everybody knows, like, uh, what's the other one? What's the other one? Uh, what's the other one that everyone does? Like Barry McCockner? Oh, shh. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> I was whoa. To say that. <laughs> yeah, like all the cliche names everyone knows, but Jose Digma is a new one that no one knows yet. Well, a lot of people don't know. But or Mike Hawk. Yeah, that's like a classic one. Everyone like that knows one. that. Yeah. Or Sugma. Yeah. Or Bounce on these. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, those are, like, the classic yeah. ones. So Jose Digma is the new wave. She pulls me in. I go... What's up, guys? Jose Digma doing his first live interview. I just, like, take control. I literally grabbed the mic, and she, like, pulled it away from me. She was so mad. She was like, I'm live. I'm live. And, yeah. and Ricky did not care. He's I like, care, bro. He's like, yeah, Jose Digma out here. We champs. We champs. Yeah, and I'm holding the sign, and it literally says uh, Colorado in six. No. And it was after they won. And the guy, so it's the main guy that's the Lightning fan yeah. who was getting upset, but all the people around him, there were, like, ten of them. They were all chill, except for him. He grabs my sign in the middle of the interview and throws it off the camera. Wait, really? On live? Wait, on wait, live. As and you're I, getting an interview? Yeah, and I look at him. Holy. I'm like, bro, don't be mad you lost, bro. 
<laughs> on the live interview, yeah. you guys are like fighting. Yes, and that, that pissed him off. And that pissed him that. off. That pissed him off. And <laughs> she turns to me and she's like, hey, don't be disrespectful. And I said, me to be disrespectful? He just threw my sign. I worked so hard on that. <laughs> and then so I picked back up the sign and I start like blowing kisses. I just started doing random crap, random stuff. I don't even know what I was doing. And then she turns back to me and I literally go and she asks me again, how does it feel? And I said, you know, Tampa Bay, they might have won the past two years, but they're in the past. That's history. We are the future. Bro. Jose Digma out. Yee, yee. I literally like screamed that and I walked off and she was, cheese. she was pissed, bro. Wait, really? She was pissed. Bro, what, what did she say? What did she say after? <laughs> but that's not where it ends though. Because you went up, you went after, after she was cheesed, you saw her interviewing something else. I saw her, I saw her walking around and I said, hey, I just want to. I just want to say I was trying to be respectful, but he was honestly he was honestly being disrespectful to me, so I had to clap back. And she was going off on me. She was screaming like, you don't do that. I was live on TV reporting live. You don't do that. You don't do that, man. That was rude. That was rude. And really? I, and I was like, yo, I was just like making it like he was the one being mad. He tore my sign up, and he was Holy mad that they lost. Crap. But that's not where it ends. Wait, how many? Yeah, how many different like interviewing, like, interviewing stations were there? There was a there was a couple, but but hold on. The thing is, you weren't even really being rude on the TV. All you did was take the mic and like imagine someone someone's team just won the biggest the biggest that's the biggest thing in hockey. The Stanley Cup is the biggest thing in hockey. It's, hockey. The, it's the Super Bowl of hockey, literally, literally. So imagine a fan a fan and their team wins. You're gonna be excited and hype. And yeah. you, you, that's all you were doing on the interview. All I was doing was being hype, and they were just mad that I was getting hype. I was like, bro. Yeah, you Wait, didn't even do anything disrespectful. Like, what if bro. what if the lightning won and I and I was the and I was the sad fan in the corner? Would it be disrespectful? Exactly. She but, was mad that you were all you did was say, Hey, let's go, Jose Digma, Colorado, we won, baby. Yeah, she was they were just all mad because I had the balls to celebrate. In front of literally like thousands and thousands of them, and I was like singled out, and like I could have got jumped or like beat up easily, easily. I was asking for it. Yeah. And that leads me into the next part because right after I did that, Nick is filming me in the open talking to our camera, and I'm like, "Yo, guys, I just got on live TV. Jose Digma just did his first live appearance." And in the middle of me saying that, the dude that was talking all that smack that was in their interview comes up to me right in my face, like two inches away, starts pushing me, and he goes, Tampa Bay, bro, Tampa Bay, bro, Tampa Bay. And then he's right in front of me. He's wearing a hat, and I was like, oh, bro, he's asking for it. So I literally just go, flick, <laughs> flick his hat off, bro. pull a Jake Paul, and say, gotcha hat, boy. When you did that, I was like, bro, I don't know. It was just like, but he was pushing you, right? And he was, he like spat in my face. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. He spat, he was, he was right in my face. He was pushing me. He was already touching me. So I was like, bro, I'm flipping your hat off. I flip his hat off. And not only did the bud lose the game, he lost all his head of hair. My boy had no, no hair, no. bro. Wait, really? We got to play. No. We, you guys got to watch a video. It's literally a legendary video. I flip it off and he didn't, he stopped coming after me. He literally turned around and he was like, oh, oh shoot my hair. He fixed it and turned around, had to grab his cap. And then I pull another Jose Digma. Jose Digma was on one that night. I go, sir, don't be mad you lost. Because Jose Digma is about to dig these nuts in your mouth. And he goes, he goes, what the f- did you say? And he starts charging at me. And I'm like, oh, shoot. But then all these guys, like, tackle him down. Like, literally three or four dudes tackle him to the ground. And I was like, no way. This like, just All happened. of his friends, were, you, know how, you know how sometimes it's like, yo, bro, hold me back, hold me yeah, back. Yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. memes. But then really, if they're... Their boys weren't holding back. They wouldn't really do anything. 
Bro, if, if those people weren't holding him back, he was going to start swinging on Ricky for sure. He was, wait, he do was, you think he would have beat your cheeks or what? I, I think I could have dodged because he was a little slow that night. Wait, do you he, think, he, he was a little sauced. Yeah, he was, yeah. He, and he was like, I was Even down, if he wasn't, do you think he could have clapped him or no? I have to believe I can, yeah. I always believe I can, no matter what. But you would have been fine. Oh, I easily would have been fine. I would probably would have hit a little step back. <laughs> NCK was there too, just in case. Hey, I'm never needed. there for these moments, dude. bro. You were supposed to be there that night, but dude. you had to go hang out with the girl. But more on that yeah, later. Yeah, I was I was sunburned, bro. I was sunburned entirely. It was, wait, it was, it was that was, night. It was that night though, and it was, it was raining. That, yeah, it oh. was that night, and it was raining. The moon was out, bud. All right. If anybody watching this knows, bro, you get so tired after going to the beach. I just hear the story switching. First, he was sunburned, and then it's because he's tired. Which one is it? Wait, you were tired, but you still had enough energy to go hang out with that girl. <laughs> okay, but back to the story. The reason why all that happened is he got, like, a really good push on me. Like, he shoved me hard. And I was yeah. like, oh, shoot, it's about to go down for sure. But he gets tackled to the ground, and then all these people are coming up to me like, bro, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. Stop celebrating. And I was like, bro, I got to celebrate. And then this one random dude comes up and he looks at me and he's like, bro, you deserve to celebrate all you want. Your team just won, bro. And I dap him up. He was another No, he was a Tampa Bay fan. Yeah, there's there's a lot of nice people that day, actually. There was a lot of people coming up that were respectful. They were like, yo, great series, great game. And for me, it's just weird because I'm honestly a Tampa Bay fan. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Did it feel weird doing that? Like you're betraying because I wanted Tampa Bay to win. Did you want Tampa Bay to win? Definitely wanted Tampa Bay to win. I not only, not only for the, not only for Tampa Bay, but also the video would have been even crazier because it would have gone to Game Seven. Yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. I don't really care too much about hockey, but like, I you always want your team, your your hometown to win. Right? Definitely wanted them to win. Yeah, for the yeah. city, like but, for the city, like when we win, it's just like the vibe. Everyone's yeah. in a better mood because everyone's happy. Exactly. It would have been, and honestly, it would have been better for the vid because everyone would have been so much more cocky. They would have been talking crap to me. But it was kind of weird after Tampa Bay lost because no one, not I mean, not no one. There was definitely people, some people, but a lot less people were talking crap because it's like, how are you going to say anything after you just took out, bro? Yeah. yeah, for real. But honestly, when it comes to that though, oh. when I'm in the video, I'm so dedicated to the role that I am like, I have to make myself believe. I thought you were a Colorado fan, by the way. I was filming. And I was like, dude, this guy is like. Seems actually excited that Colorado just won. You were running around, screaming, cheering, dapping other Colorado fans up. I was like, yo. Because I, I got to play the role. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like a method actor. You got to sell if, it. If something happens, like imagine if I'm like, if I, I'm not too in it. No one's going to get cheesed at me. But if I'm like hype for my team. Well, if you're being extra cocky about it, I feel like you're, you're, your cheeks are coming. <laughs> what? <laughs> your cheeks are coming? <laughs> Yo! What is that? Alright, cut that, bro. No, no, keep that. No, we're keep keeping that. that in. We gotta keep it raw, bro. We gotta keep it raw. This we might have crazy. to make a shirt of that. My yeah. cheeks are coming. <laughs> Alright, fudge that, bro. Did you, but it's wait, hilarious. But bro. actually, no. Did you hear that? Um, act, like, Tampa should have actually won because they cheated in like one of the overtimes. I I heard about that a little bit. Are we? Should we talk about that? If you want. Uh, uh, they should have won, but who won at the end of the day, baby? Colorado! Damn, you're really selling it. All I have right. to. I have to play the role. But then also, not only did you get on that original news station, which was, that was more of a local broadcast, like in the Tampa Bay area. But then, someone saw Ricky celebrating and just being so hype, and he worked for NHL Network, which is like a 
uh, what's national, it called? National, a national television network, station. Yeah. And then he goes up to Ricky and he's like, yo, bro, you trying to be on NHL Network and be on the be on the news, on the coverage? And then Ricky's like, what do I got to do? And the dude said, just be hype. And then he comes down with a big, massive crane and then Ricky just goes crazy. Dude, I went crazy and I was screaming Jose Digma the whole time. That's so, all you said? I was just like, let's go Colorado, Jose Digma, Jose Digma. I try to say as much as I can because I'm trying to get Jose Digma out there, you know? Try Maybe Jose Digma for president in 2024. I'll lower those gas prices. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know if they can go much higher. <laughs> Dude, this is actually crazy, bro. So, um, bro, someone actually went to go sell their car, and they went to, like, uh, what's it called? CarMax. They went to CarMax to get their car appraised, and they asked the, they asked the person and said, well, is your car have a full gas tank or is it empty? No! No, nah, no. I'm, I'm kidding. No, but that's jokes, right? Low that's key, bro. Joke. That's, that's like a, a that's like a couple two hundred dollar. It could be up to three hundred dollars of value, depending on how many uh, like, gallons oh, you want. Your car uh, doesn't have enough gas in it. All right, instead of twenty five grand, it's actually twenty three grand. No cap, for real. If, if you especially got a, if it's a nice car and you got the premium gas, bro. If you got a if you got a diesel truck that can hold sixteen gallons, that that's a couple hundred right there. Woo-hoo. Bro, the RV, the RV that we had, bro. How much do you think it would take to fill that up? It would took a it couple took, hundred. It bro. took a couple hundred back in the day when gas was like two or three. So you were chirping the fans at the Lightning game. We got a little bit of cheese. You almost got you almost got punched, or the other guy almost got punched, rather. Dude. But the other day we were actually filming a video, and Mason was there for this one. And, and tell him what happened, dude. Someone got so cheesed. You guys know. We did fake parking enforcement where we were going up to people who were parked bad or taking up like two or three spots, sometimes even four. Like, come on. Come on. They're asking for it. And there was this one dude. He was pulling a three-spot horizontal. You remember that guy? Yeah, right as we pulled into Walmart, I spotted him. And he he was pulling a three-spot horizontal. (laughs) A three-spot horizontal, bro. Come on. At least... At least take up only two and do a little two-spot vertical. The three-spot horizontal bus? So we're driving around, and I'm talking this video took hours and hours to film because we'd have to find cars that were parked bad, wait there. Sometimes they wouldn't come out, like, or for hours at a time. But literally, as we pull in this one parking lot, Mason looks, and he sees this car pulling a three-spot horizontal, and we're like, yo, we got to do it. And he was sitting inside the car, so it was even better. It was perfect. It was it was just asking for it. He was asking. So me and Nick decided we were going to pull a double dose on him. I was going to walk up and start putting cones around him, and then I was going to call in for backup, and that's exactly what we did. I went up, started putting the cones around, and the guy rolls down his window. He's like, what are you doing? I said, sir, you're pulling a three-spot horizontal. What do you mean? What am I doing? And then he's like, Move, he starts cussing me out, like, move the fudging cones, move all the cones right now. And I was like, sir, you're pulling a three-spot horizontal, I need backup. So Nick hops on our little mini bikes, whips in there, and the whole, hot. like, fast, like, zooms in. And then me and Nick start going back, and of course, we have to say we work for... Jose Digma. And he was like, who's, who's Jose Digma? And we pull the classic... Jose digging these nuts in your mouth. And when we said that, he was not having it. He said, oh, you think you're funny? You think you're funny, huh? You think you're funny? And then he goes, I'll show you funny. He bends over, pulls the glove box down in his car, and reaches for the Glock, the glizzy. I didn't, I didn't see the glizzy. But I, he did. He, I saw him reaching for the glove box. Uh, and I, most people keep a little 
thing in there. Well, I mean, most not most people, but like if you have something, it's in the glove box. Let's just say he ain't yeah. pulling out a lollipop. <laughs> so as soon as we see him bending over, um, I start running away. I run this direction. Nick runs the other way, hops in a bush. Hopped in a bush, hopped over a fence, and I'm literally like, I hopped over the fence. My hand is broken at the time. And I'm hopping over the fence, and I'm like, I had to dangle on the fence with my broken hand, but I wasn't even like thinking about it. I was just like, dude, I'd rather my hand hurt than get shot. Oh. And this whole time, Mason is in the car alone filming, (laughs) and the windows are like tinted, but like you can definitely see in, and he's just like, yeah. I want to know what you were feeling. Dude, I was definitely just, like, sitting there, and I was watching him through the camera, and I'm like, I see him reach out, and I literally, like, shit my pants, bro. I was like, (laughs) no, literally. And then he he gets back into his car as you run away, right? And I'm sitting here filming it, and then he gets in and, like, pulls right in front of the van. Right in front of you, bro. And I'm like, bro, I swear he saw me or something, and I thought he was going to, like, pull the gun again. Bro, I was afraid he saw you filming. Or, like, come bang on the window or something. I'm like, yo, what do I do? And you were in the back seat. You couldn't, like, just skirt away. Yeah. You were, like, in the back seat filming. Because, like, it's one thing that he sees. He sees me and Ricky go up to him, and we're, like, we're obviously clowning him, saying we work for Jose, dig these nuts in your mouth. He knows it's a joke. But then a lot of people, when they see the camera being pointed on them, they get, more cheese. They get even more cheese. So I was afraid he was going to look through, like, the windshield and see you oh, in the yeah. back. I was like, that's why I was, like, I was, like, peeking through the bushes. I was like, dude, if he goes up to Mason, bro... I don't know, because literally, this is... But I had to film it, though, bro. I had to. This is the the car that Mason's in, and then this is dude's car who who, uh, reached for the glove box. He does this. Right in front. Yeah, literally. And then what ended up happening to Bud? And then he he was, like, taking pictures of, like, the scene. I don't really know. He was, like, taking pictures of everything. And then then I just kept talking crap. I was like, sir, don't be mad. You took three spots. And he got in his car, and then he skirted away eventually. Yeah. But... Definitely was a little scary moment. It was definitely pretty scary. Definitely big one. Dude, I thought, I don't know. That was really scary, though. We've had a lot of those moments, though, throughout Ma- the years. Mason's lamb, Mason lamb is always Mason's there. Mason's the, lamb? <laughs> Mason lamb is always there when the gun gets pulled. I know. Oh, yeah, in the Gelly Suit Ding Dong Ditch, too. Yeah. One of the craziest vids ever, bro. Yeah, I was like 22 mil. Yeah. I'm never there for the fighting moments. I wish I was there. You had the opportunity. Maybe there'll be another one. There'll, maybe there'll be another one. You, I'm trying. Speaking to- of the fighting moments that you missed, you were with a girl, and we always have our 10-second segment of how's the life of Mason Lamb going with the girls. But he doesn't have to talk about oh, it if he doesn't I'll, want it. I'll talk about it. I don't care because I'm Because everyone's, happy. you know, they've literally followed you on the journey yeah. of breaking up with your ex, kind of like in the send stage, and now you almost kind of have like a new yeah. girl type thing, huh? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been hanging out with this uh, good friend for about, like, a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. She was at the music video shoot. She, oh, uh, yeah, she was, she's actually in the music video. Mm. Not going to say which one, but, yeah. You guys will have to watch the music video and try to guess. Yeah. I would definitely just, like, instead of being single, I'd rather much rather have someone that you can just talk to with, and have, like, one conversation and actually care. Yeah, bro. Then to just talk to a bunch of random people and just to not talk to them in three weeks. Because we, we were talking about this before the pod. I, I was talking to you about this because, well, you have a girlfriend, so it's like, you know, it's yeah, it's kind of different. But then I was talking to Mason. It's like. Because we've both kind of been single and Evan for what? Like three months? Well, me three months. You, I don't know. I've how been long. Uh, complicated. But, <laughs> yeah. but when you talk to someone that you genuinely. Complicated, just like the broken hand. 
<laughs> but when you talk to someone that you genuinely care about, it's like you want to talk to them. You want to ask how their day was and you yeah. want to hear. You genuinely want to hear how their day was. Well, that's how I am. I'm yeah. assuming that you guys are like that if there's someone that you're actually interested in. Yeah? Yeah. If I'm actually interested in this person, then I'm I'm going to ask. Mm. But when you're not interested in them and you're just kind of getting to know someone, just starting to talk to someone new, you ask how their day was, but almost just because you feel like... You have to. It's just something you do, right? Like, oh, yeah. how's your day? I don't know. I don't really care how but your day key, was. No, low-key, though. Like, Good, sometimes, how about you? Sometimes I like wasn't caring, and then like eventually I kept asking it, and then I like kind of started to care. For real? Yeah, low-key. Like a little fake it till you make it? Yeah. You just kept asking? I don't know. I, and then I just kept hanging out and then got more comfortable, and then like now... I don't know. I'm still obviously you're still gonna get comfortable over a couple like years or months or weeks. Yeah, it definitely takes time. It just takes time. It's always so weird hanging out with someone new. Yeah. At first because definitely. they don't you don't know how they act and I don't know. You can't really be your true self, I feel like. It's crazy how like more comfortable you can be over time. Like sometimes I look back on like the first couple dates I had with my girlfriend and it's like I was definitely myself. But I was definitely like... Oh, you can't fart around her? You yeah, can't, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm a little more reserved. You're, you're like, every oh. move is a little more calculated. You're like, oh, if I do this, then she'll think this. Now it's like, I'd do anything, bro. I'll walk in, drop a deuce in front of her. I don't care, no. bro. Just kidding. Not like that. I'm so respectful. But like, you know, you just get way more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dropping a deuce, bro, yesterday, dude, I was hanging out with her and... We got off the boat or whatever. We went to go eat unlimited sushi. Came back. Immediately, I get home to her apartment. Dude, I had to take a poop so bad. But I couldn't go in her bathroom. So I I asked her for her keys and snuck down to the pool bathroom and took a shit in the pool bathroom. Bro, that's key. You got to do what you got to do, bro. I took a shit in the pool bathroom, bro. Taking one in their apartment, that's risky. One time, one time, okay. So one time, I was in this girl's apartment, right? And I had, I like, first, this is my very first time meeting her. Barely even ever talked to her. Talked to her maybe, like, maybe FaceTime for, like, five minutes and talked back and forth, like, maybe, like, 30 exchanges, right? Holy crap. And then, bro, I get there, and I, I ask her, I'm like, yo, can I use your bathroom? And it's one of the ones where the bathroom's, like, right in the room. <laughs> so it's not like no. I'm, like, on the other side of the apartment and I can be a little bit loud. It's like, bro, I got to be quiet because she's, she's in the room. And then she's literally like right there. So then I turn the fan. I turn the fan on, guys. This is key. If you're somewhere and you got to use the bathroom and you don't want them to hear you taking a dump, because you know maybe you're grunting a little bit. Maybe there's a little bit of like sound. You know the sound oh, when you're like bro. squeezing it out. Just turn on the fan. That's key. And then you have the fan on. That's level one. And then you flush right when you like right when you squeeze to get it out. You got a flush. But you only got a couple of those. Yeah, you only got a couple of those. I'd say three max. I try to stick for two. But if you really need it, maybe three, oh you know? God. You know what I'm saying, though? Because definitely you got, the, you got the flush to disguise the... And you got the, <laughs> you got the baseline of the fan. It's like... Mm, then you got the flush... And then you can hit him with the. Oh, dude. dude. (laughs) Wait, wait. Or you turn on the sink. Yes, bro. I always turn on the sink. So let's do it all at the same time. So you'll be the baseline. You'll be the sink. Oh, 
But the thing is, the key oh my is, God. the key is, you got to time it right, and you can't be in there too long, or else then she's gonna wonder why the sink is on for two minutes, and you're also hearing flushing. And well, if you if you time it wrong, on the, if you time it wrong on the flush, big L, bro. Yo, big L. This is veteran move, and I've done it a few times in the oh past. My God. Sometimes I even turn on the shower. <laughs> You're a dirty dog. <laughs> sometimes I say, yo, can wait, I take... Wait, wait. Sometimes I say, well, not now, but sometimes I say, yo, can I take a shower? But I don't take a shower. <laughs> Bro, that's... Because that's the loudest. That's... No. Yeah, but she's going to know you're not taking a shower, though, you know? Like, if I'm I'm not I'm not going there, I don't have a change of clothes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go there with a change of clothes. I just you went to the hang out. back on. Yeah, that's like a little like it de- depending on circumstances. But then she's gonna say, "Oh, do you want a towel? What do you What do you say? Yeah." And then she's like, "Why do you have to get the towel wet too? Do you just get it wet just so it's more believable, or are you gonna leave it dry?" And she's like, "Wait, the shower is on. The towel is dry. I say you just there's wet, a massive stain on the back the of the toilet. The shower's on. Wait, say it again. Just wet your hair in the sink like after the shower is on. Man, that's that's a little far." Maybe just use the pool bathroom. Like but that. the thing with that, the craziest thing with that is you can do all of those things right for the noise, but still after <laughs> the smell. No, but that's that's the thing, though. When you flush at the same time as you poop, it, it like, sucks it in. It's like a vacuum. Oh, no. It's like... <laughs> yeah. For, maybe for you guys, but me, no matter how quick, it still hits the air. Like, so you'll, you'll flush, and you'll start the, start the poop, and then... While it's flushing, you'll be pooping, but then you just poop so long that the flush is already over and it's still just coming out? Yeah. <clears throat> Bro. And there's time, There's there's also times where I mistime it. I flush. Like, I'm like, yep, it's coming out, and I flush too early, and it ends. And then I hit. And it's like, dang. Damn. I don't know how we always get back on the topic of, of poop. but Oh, I, especially the poop sucking. Yeah, like the back and forth and all that? I, and that. One more thing while we're on the subject of poop, just... Oh, it's almost like a routine now. Every boys yeah. episode, we talk about it. Even some of the non-boys episodes, like with Steezy Kane, we talked about poop for a good bit. People love it. The Funk Bros, we talked about it. Danny Burke. It's just a, it's, an, it's something everyone does. That is, well, apparently girls don't. But that's Cap. They definitely do. Definitely Cap, Right bro. on Johnny Depp's bed. <laughs> Woo! Woo! All right, one more thing about Ricky pooping, though, is... Uh, I remember this very clearly. Back in the day when we lived at our old house, um, Ricky and me, we shared a bathroom. And Oh, no way you're saying this story. Well, there's a lot of stories in the house, but this is one of them. So we would share a bathroom, and all the time, bro, all the time I would just remember Ricky going up to our parents and saying, Mom, the, 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 the the toilet's clogged. No way. <laughs> or it start overflowing. And he's like, Mom, it's overflowing. It's overflowing. Because he didn't know that you just got to turn the little water thing off at the back. And then, bro, I just remember this guy used his his turds. I don't know how they were so big at such a young age. But they were <laughs> they were absolutely logs. Bro, I was a menace. <laughs> Absolute menace, bro. But then, but then I, I go in there, you know. You, you always got to go in there and just take a quick peek of what's going on, right? So I'd go in there oh. while it's, like, overflowing or whatever. And then sometimes I wouldn't even see the turd. I would just see what looked like a whole roll of toilet paper <laughs> sitting on top of the water just floating there. And I'm like, bro, why do you use so much toilet paper? No. Bro, it was crazy. I'd have to, like, 
you so much. But that's before I learned how to wipe. Like, okay, now I like no, no. How do you not know? No, how to no, no. Wipe? This is key. This Bro. is key. So now I, when I pull the toilet paper, I wrap it around my hand so it's like clean, and I only use like a couple, like one, two, and then I'm good. Not two sheets. Two like times around. Two Are times you? around. Yeah. You go around your hand. I just rip that. Bro, you go around your hand with the toilet paper? Bro, you're the type of guy that literally <laughs> probably pulls it all off and crumples it. Right? And then just does this. Like a, I pull off like a little piece and then crumple it. I use two squares per wipe. No way. Yes, bro. I'm afraid, bro. Afraid of what? It's getting your own all poop? over. Yeah, yes, bro. You don't. Like, Are you not precise with your hand? Is your hand like going in there and it's just all shaking? How many wipes? You're how like, many, oh, I might accidentally hit my butt. How many times? Because I'm the, I got to take like eight or nine before like it's all gone. Yeah, well, it depends how clean you eat. I feel like the more clean I eat, the the more harder it is. Oh. Like the days where I eat chicken and broccoli, it's like it's dirty. Yeah, but, if I'm, but if I'm a dirty dog and eating some McDonald's, it's coming out clean. No way. Well, sometimes you get the ones where you go and then seriously, and then you wipe and it's just clean. Those are like miracles. That rarely happens, though. Let's be honest. Those are nice, though. But when it happens, it's like it's like finding Man. a little. Treasure at the end of the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? Literally. It's crazy. I have a lot of those. <laughs> For real? <laughs> Dang, really? Just call them no wipers. You just know. Well, but do you <laughs> at least test once? <laughs> or do you just not wipe and say, hey, it's a no wiper. <laughs> like, are you just like, you just go and you're like, yeah, I can tell that's a no wiper. <laughs> it was pretty clean. Or do you at least give it one and you're like, oh, okay. No, that was bro. No wiper. You literally just know because it's like hard as a rock. Bro, no, no way. Bro. You got to test, bro. <laughs> you always got to test. Yeah, yeah. You normally test with just like a little piece, though. Those are like the golden gooses. But then <laughs> on the opposite side of the spectrum, on the opposite side of the spectrum, you got the ones where you're taking a little deucey deuce, and then there's a little splashy splash. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Those are the worst. And I have a story about that that actually happened the other day while I was at your apartment, Ricky. I was using one of the public bathrooms there, and then... <clears throat> I don't know why, but the toilet wouldn't flush. Wait, what? I, I tried flushing Ricky's toilet. This is before. So I get in there. I go in there. I haven't gone to the bathroom right. yet. And I just try to flush it so the water's clean because it looked a little yellow, like someone took a piss. Ew. And it wasn't working. I tried to flush it, but I really had to go. So I'm like, all right, I'll just take a little deuce in someone else's piss, right? Oh. <clears throat> no. I got a splashy splash, bro. And then I thought to myself, the splashy splash wasn't a normal splash. <laughs> Someone else just pissed and splashed in my cheeks, bro. Ew. Is that what you meant earlier when you were saying the cheeks are coming? <laughs> also, while we're on the topic of this, the cast, I normally wipe with my right hand, and probably one of the most challenging parts of having the cast is I've had to learn to wipe with this hand, and whenever I'm wiping, it just feels really awkward and uncomfortable and weird. It's like trying to use, imagine eating with like the other hand, you know? Yeah, I can it imagine. Just, or like writing, writing with the other hand. That's what it feels like. So every time I wipe, it doesn't feel like I'm getting everything. Are you I'm a lefty, honest. though? I'm a lefty, but I do a lot of stuff righty. I'm ambidextrous. So it should be, you, be, you should be able well, to. Well, no, I'm not like that ambidextrous. Mm. I'm like, I do some with well, some. Well, I want to know what's the, what's the hardest thing about having to use your left hand? <laughs> <laughs> what are this you, guy. What are you trying to like, say? Like, what is it like, like, because I've, like, sometimes, because I, re- I read something somewhere where it was like, you should use your opposite hand because it tests your brain. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're probably getting smarter by the day right now because your brain is so used to using your right hand for sorts of stuff. Wow. But if you have to use your left hand, 
you actually have to physically, like brushing your teeth. You don't even think. You're like, I think I brush with my left hand before, though. Oh. And I eat with my left hand. Okay. Or no, no, actually, I eat with my right hand, but chopsticks, I'll eat with my left. I don't know. Well, for, for all the people out there, whatever <laughs> you do on a day-to-day basis, try today or try sometime today to do it with the opposite hand and just see how you actually have to think about it. Like, brushing your teeth. I brush my teeth with my right. I don't even think. I'm like, but if I ever do it with my left, I have to literally, like, physically, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's how it moves. Bro, that's how it feels wiping my butt, bro. Let's and it's, it it's good day. for your brain, bro. It's good for your brain because your brain is, like, fully engaged. Like and they say it'd be remaking new pathways because your brain's so used to doing with the right hand, whatever it's doing with the right hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you're doing it with the left hand, it has to think of new a new pathway to use your left hand to do that, whatever you're doing. Do you think this actually could get you smarter, though? Bro, I'm, I, so. I'm, I use both. I'd say I'm... I'd say I'm the smartest one here. Just I mean, technically, you are getting smarter because you're learning how to do it, though. But, like... Uh, well, I think you are... You're just engaged. And, like, think about, like... Okay, you work out, right? That's, like, your yeah. favorite thing to do. Yeah. You would say sometimes you go in the gym and you're on autopilot. Bump, bump, bump. Bump, bump, bump. You know? Yeah. But how about the times when you're in there and you're, like, literally, like, focused and you're thinking? Because you're, like... You're, like, you're like, yep, I'm squeezing. I feel the... Your muscle-mind connection. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Facts. when you get the most out of those workouts, right? Oh, yeah. You'd agree you've had both of those, though. Sometimes when you're on autopilot and you're, like, not there, and then sometimes you're, like, dang, I'm feeling it. I'm, yeah, like, focused. obviously you feel better when you're focused. Yeah. You're more engaged, more in the moment, I'd say. Like, when I'm wiping my cheeks, I have to be fully in there. It's like trying to navigate, like, a, a like in Top Gun. You've seen Top Gun? It's oh, yeah. like a fighter jet, and I'm trying to navigate in between the two mountains. Because if I hit a mountain, it might get a little... Just think about this also for those of you that can drive out there. Imagine the moment when, like, now that when you drive, you're probably on autopilot. You're probably literally, <coughs> literally some people are on autopilot if you're whipping a Tesla. But, <laughs> but most people are driving. Thank you, thank you, bro. Easy, easy. But most people are driving, and when you drive now, it's almost like secondhand nature. You just know how to turn. You know how to put on your blinker. You know how to speed up. But when you first got in a car and the driver passenger... <laughs> the driver passenger. When you first got in the car and drove for the first time, like you're like there, you're like, oh shoot, like you're you're like thinking, okay, how do I put my foot down? How do I hit the brake right? How how much do I turn? Like you're there. Yeah, facts. So it's like, and I think life is more enjoyable in those moments. Not to say like autopilot's bad, but like when you you'd say you enjoy driving more in the beginning when you first start. Actually, that is kind of true. When I first learned how to drive, I was like, when driving was like an experience, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go drive. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, most kids can't and just say I'm going to go drive. you always wanted to take now. people like on drives when you first got your license, too. And yeah. kids can't even do that now because it's like uh, going on a drive is going to cause you racks now. Racks. <laughs> but literally, like, that is true. Like, what I enjoy wiping my cheeks more than I'm engaged now. Yes. Would you say? No. It's hard, bro. It's really Yeah. But it's for certain things, though. Try wiping with your opposite hand. Everyone watching, try wiping... With your opposite hand and tell me how weird it feels. It doesn't feel good. It feels like I'm missing it all. Yeah, I can see. But in the beginning of... You can see? Something... There's good in, to both. Because when you yeah. master something, like now that you're a master in the gym, like you feel like a hoss. But in the beginning, you that's when you get the most gains, right? Yeah, the newbie gains. You're learning the most. You're So there's something to be said. Even is Would you say the newbie gains is because in the beginning... You're focused on every single rep and doing it properly. 
But as you as you go on, and what's so funny? No, I'm, I'm listening. Oh, but as you go on, you kind of just you rep them out, and you just you're kind of just do it, and mm. you're not as not as focused. I I don't th- I don't think that. Oh no, I, I don't know about that. Like, lately, I've been in like a plateau. <coughs> so then, like just literally today, I started like a new program. Yeah, I think you always got to switch feel it good. up. Like it makes you feel good starting something new. Is what we're trying to say. Yeah, that's definitely. But true. I think part of the new. yeah part of the beginning and the newbie gains is like your your body's just not. Yeah, used yeah, to I it. know. I I didn't agree with it either. But I think you can make so like as you go in any skill set like and like basketball player musician in the beginning you can make the most progress in the shortest amount of time because you have zero skill and if you put in the time and the work you can fairly quickly get decently good at something but the better and better you get the less room for improvement you have. Like, this is mastery, this is newbie. In the beginning, you can go here quick, but it takes more and more time to get from... Like, the amount of work to yeah. go from level, like, 1 to 50 takes less work than it takes to get from, like, say, like, level 100 to level 101. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great comparison, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the same... I don't know. We're talking about this Bro, a lot. it's like... It's, like, it's basically the same thing as kind of like with golf because... Obviously, at first, you have to learn how to hit a ball. And then once you get to, like, a certain point where I am right now, like shooting, like, high 80s, low 90s golf, it's damn near impossible to shoot in the 70s. You're just refining your skills, but it's, like... It's so small. The difference between, like, we don't golf. So for us to get to where you are, we could probably get there. Get there really quick. We could get there decently quick. Way quicker than I can get to, like, the 70s. And and people that don't golf, so you get to get to Tiger Woods would be very hard. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like Clash Clans. <laughs> yeah. Not, no, no, but for real though, like in the beginning, or like any game, honestly, like Call of Duty, like getting up the, or like uh, Fortnite, like getting up the ranks in your battle pass or whatever in Clash oh, Clans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, getting from like level one to like level 50, like I said, probably pretty quick, but then once you get in those high levels, you gotta, it, take, it takes all this just to get that yeah. little tiny bit of improvement. And that's the, that's the interesting thing of, yeah. Life of like you can be you can easily be decently good at a lot of stuff, or you can <coughs> master something. And a lot of people say it's key to master that master one thing instead of being spread out. Oh, bro, this is what I was talking about earlier, and I'm gonna play this video. But um, this is what I was we were talking about earlier. How you know the you know the saying, you the average millionaire has seven streams of income, right? Yeah, we've all heard that saying. We've all heard that growing up, but. What they don't say is that the average millionaire, they didn't become a millionaire by having seven streams of income. Most of them made that first million dollars in one way, one way. And then you, you diversify and then grow into seven streams of income once, once you have money. To minimize that risk. To minimize the risk. Yeah. That's why it's so key to focus on one thing and go all in like super hard. Like one thing, one thing at a time. Or just, yeah, like, focus. Like, our main channel, that's our main focus right now. The pod, that's why we got editors for it and stuff. So we don't have to focus and spend too much time because the time that you are going to spend trying to do that other stuff, it's going to just take away from what's making the most money. Yeah, like, so say we had, you have 10 hours in a day, and you're spending, you have seven different things going on, and you can only spend, like, one hour on each one, and then... the Six of them aren't hardly making much money. Yeah. But that one is just, is host and got you to that place. Mm-hmm. And say it made you like your first hundred grand or whatever. It makes more sense to just double down in that one. Because it already made a hundred grand. 
It already yeah. works. So just keep on doing it and just scale it up, scale that up, and then you do the other stuff. Yeah, and uh, something that a lot of people could probably relate, and you too, is like in sports, say, like when you're growing up, you want to try a bunch of different sports. Like say you're playing basketball, golf, football, all these different sports. You can literally only dedicate so much time to each one. But once you find that one, dude, go all in on that, especially if you like it, because you can actually become the best. People that are in the athletes that make it to the college level, they don't get paid. You know who gets paid the most? The person that the, is the best, Steph Curry, LeBron James, who if you're the best in that field, that's when you get paid the big bucks, not if you're okay at a lot of different things. Yeah. Clip that. That's clip. Fire. That was facts. But what I was going to add to that story is basically— Keep going, yeah, yeah. Because you were talking about focusing all in on one thing. <laughs> kind of happened with me in high school because when I was, I was playing football, playing basketball, and basically grew up my whole life playing basketball and, like— Devoting all my time to basketball with all the money into AAU and stuff. Yeah. And then out of nowhere comes running, and then I just went – I dropped football and basketball and just went all in on running and then went to college and running. Yeah. So it really shows that if you just focus on one thing, boom. And you got a scholarship and did yeah. all that for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. So it's crazy. So it shows that if you just go all in on one thing, you can do something crazy. Definitely. And, and I definitely think grow it. I think from a young age, I think <laughs> subconsciously, I think I understood that because when I was in high school – and I saw all these people, like, doing sports and doing all these different clubs. Like, don't get me wrong. I did clubs, and I, went, and I did sports, too, in high school. But then I really, like, took a step back, and I was like, all right. I was just real with myself. I'm just going to be real right now. I was like, Ricky, let's be honest. Jeremy Lin and Yao Ming are probably the only two Asians that have ever made it to the NBA, and the chances of you going to the NBA are very slim. So I said, forget that. And I said, am I going to be an NFL player? Probably not. I'm not like, I'm not like big, you know, I'm not like, yeah. I was just being real with myself. And then I was like, all right, am I going to be the best ping pong player? Probably not. Like I went to ping pong club. Did ping pong players even like get paid? That's what I'm saying. So then when we started doing YouTube, I was like, bro, I just like literally focused like so much time. Like it was, it is what consumed our <laughs> lives. Like all I was like, is like, it's, it's what I love and it's also making money. Why would I do anything else? Not that I don't want to experience anything else. But YouTube has allowed us to experience so many other things. Would you ever, would you, like, would you have become a professional boxer? Were you good enough? Do you have the skill, talent? Let's be honest. Maybe. Maybe if I put all my focus into it, but not, probably not. But pro I probably wouldn't have tried to put all my focus into it and become that. And yeah. to be on the level of a boxer that actually makes a substantial living and isn't, like, struggling, very few do. The Only the top of the top. And we were already becoming the top of the top YouTubers so it was like, yo, you have this blessing. Let's ride with it fully. And I just saw like everyone around me, all my friends were trying different things. And I just, in a way, got blessed and lucky that it started working out. But also just making the decision to just go all in and not like. Yeah, going all in. Waste my time on everything else. But that's not going to say that you have to go and especially if you're younger, you have to go and you have to try all those things. Yeah, yeah. You have to go and try everything. So. It's okay if you're trying, like, a bunch of different different stuff, especially when you're younger, because we're saying, like, oh, only focus on one thing. But you have to see what you want to focus on. You got to try things that. to know what that thing is. Yeah. Just like you. If you never tried running, you have, wouldn't have known yeah, or yeah. working out. Or, and you it's know? so funny because the only reason why I tried running is because when we were in high school and it was spring football, the spring football coach would be like, 
oh, you can go, instead of coming to the five-hour-long practice for football, you can go to the hour-long track practice because you were still conditioning. So that's why I chose to do running because then I I fell in love with it from there. That's crazy. A lot of times it just be happening like that. It almost like definitely key to go out and try stuff, but sometimes it just be finding you and then you just fall in love with it. Like, like Mike, Mike, I've talked about him a couple of times, the rapper, artist, whatever, mm-hmm. but he was a professional baseball player. You guys know this. Oh yeah. But this, this artist, rapper guy, he was a professional, not a professional. He, he played it at, he played at, at Duke, at Duke, at Duke. And he was, he was like a good pitcher and he was probably going to the pros. And then he ended up uh, hurting his arm. He needed Tommy John surgery. And then after he got a surgery, he was never the same. And he probably wasn't going to the pros after that. But then during that time off, he found music. And then he just fell in love with it, and then now he's like one of my favorite artists. But because because he, he went all in on that, yeah, and he didn't know like growing up, he he was all in on baseball, and then he pivoted just because of his arm, yeah, getting hurt. And when he first did music, he didn't even know that he wanted to be like a singer slash like what, <laughs> just like his arm getting hurt. Oh, so he technically you still could hold a camera, but what if you don't, and the camera goes down? But the rapping goes up. Oh, speaking of that. Eh, I don't know if I'm going to speak on it. Maybe mind. next episode. No, no, I want to hear what you're episode. saying. I, I, but he was saying that part. No, you so. go, you go. No, because we were talking about, like, um, like finding out what you like to do. And yeah. Mike, when he first started doing music, he didn't even, like, he was, like, a rapper at first. And now, wasn't he, like, a rapper at first? Yeah, it was more rapping. Mm-hmm. And it was more, it was almost for jokes when he started. Yeah. And then now he does, like, pop music slash rap. Like how many how many people or rappers have you heard? They just started it for jokes, or they were on an Xbox live stream, and then they just be like freestyling on the mic. Yeah, like oh. I think Lil Mosey started like that, and Lil Baby, bro, and Lil Baby's like one of the like top three <coughs> rappers in the game right now. And yo, speaking of rappers, we're on a positive note right now. I don't mean to make it sad or take the vibes down, but we report the news on here on this podcast, the number one podcast in the nebula. It is what it is. Subscribe if you haven't already, but this just happened uh, a couple days ago. Lil TJ got shot in the chest area multiple times and he is still unconscious after receiving surgery. I don't know why I said surgery surgery and is being monitored by the doctors. So that happened three days ago, the day we're filming this by the time this comes out, he might, is hopefully better by now, but that's that's crazy. I don't yeah, that's know false media though, for real. Yeah, because it's someone was saying that um one of like the top news things was saying that he got shot in the back and might be paralyzed. I heard that was false because one of the top comments on that said that was Cap too. Really, for real? But I definitely think he got shot and he's but definitely the, but, in surgery. The back and the chest though, that's pretty much the same damn thing. And no, because your spine is back there, which corresponds with like how you <clears> move. Yeah, but the bullets, uh, I guess. I don't know who, who shot him either. They said they found him. Yeah, they found him. They found who shot him? Yeah. Who? Some, like, I think either 27 or 37-year-old dude. Or do they know why? No. Uh, but I did see something, and this is all hypothetical. I'm not positive. They said he was connected to A Boogie. A Boogie, why? Does, uh... But I don't know. No, I, I have like no idea. or something? I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, look just, it up. I'm just saying what I saw. I'm How looking does it up. little TJ have beef with a boogie? I don't know. I don't know if he even does, but that's just something. See, I saw. bro, we be talking. You be talking about manifestation and stuff a lot, Doctor Lamb, Mason Lamb. <clears throat> and this is just like another thing, bro. Like a lot of rap, and I said that before. Just oh, speaking of rap, I have something after this, but just like 
when you be talking about stuff and just putting it out there, like rapping about like gun stuff, a oh, lot yeah. of rappers stuff be happening to them. I feel like because they're in that scene, and I don't know, it's like a weird thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so annoying though too because why would I don't know if you have all this money coming in from rapping? Why would you be a so? Why would you still associate with guns and and all these sorts of drugs that can kill you? All right, I found uh, a news article from NBC, and it says Lil TJ was um, it was an armed robbery, an armed robbery attempt early Wednesday in New Jersey, according to officials. So armed robbery? I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to rob him or if it was what you're saying, but that's what this article just said. But man, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, boys? <laughs> I feel like there's so many. There's always something in the news about a rapper getting shot or a rapper dying or something. Like it's just like that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like it's just. Uh, but a lot of it's like, I don't know. If, I feel like it's to hype their name up. Maybe. What, do you, what do you mean? He got what? shot to hype his name up. No, no, what what if it's like all false and he actually didn't get shot and just hyping it up because he's about to release an album? I don't know. Dang, I feel like he would lose a lot of respect from a lot of people if it yeah, came out that he didn't get shot. No, I'm just kidding. That's just right. That's just a dumb theory. If he did that, yeah, definitely people crazy, would lose yeah. respect. Faking getting shot. That's yeah. I, I he goes hard, but I probably wouldn't listen to him anymore. Like, there's publicity stunts, but that one's that would be if someone did that. Yeah. Unless he came out with, like, a perfect way, and it was like, yeah, I got shot, like, I don't even know if I get, it's like, I feel like he actually got shot, so it's bad to yeah, talk I think, about. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think he got shot. It's just crazy, bro. I feel like there's always something news about someone happening to these rappers, but I know what you're saying, like, why would you do all this when you have the money, but I think we've talked about it before, of, like, yeah. it's just the lifestyle that they live, and that you grow up in it, and it's like. But the power, the law of attraction, just manifesting stuff. I feel like it's so true, and when you're just you're just putting out, whether it's negativity or even Snoop Dogg was talking about this on Impulsive, like when uh, uh, Tupac and when Tupac got shot or whatever, because they had beef and they but what they were rapping about was about like killing and stuff. But then Snoop Dogg, who was there, he was he was rapping about like life and like being happy and stuff. But when you be rapping about like killing and stuff, it just it just comes back around. You get what you put out in the world. Mm. I believe that. But uh, on a lighter note, speaking about rap and rappers, there was something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, honestly, never mind. Wait, what, what was it? Come on, bro. Don't leave the crippled hanging. Dude, come on. Everyone out there that got the got, that got it? Shout out to everyone that got the joke. Dr. Lamb, you don't get the joke? No. Bro, honestly, honestly never, never mind. mind. Oh. Drake just oh. dropped an album. A little surprise oh, album. You want to know why, though? Why I didn't get the joke? Because his album is so trash, bro. It literally sounds like club music. I have to disagree. I have to disagree. Bro, I love, like, classic Drake, like, rap and, like, hype it, rap. This is an interesting topic. It's, a, it's a, like a different Drake. It's definitely a yeah. different Drake than... Um, sounds like he's like retiring in a Miami club and just like like that's what I don't know. There's a there's some songs on there that go like their vibes. Besides the Twenty One Savage one, you know what I would compare it to? It was like yeah, everyone loves. I don't get me wrong. I love a hype Drake, but I could definitely appreciate. There's definitely some songs that sounded very similar to me. 
but there was a couple on there that I was like rocking with, and I would compare to this. It would be like me and Nick dropping overnight challenges, and everyone's loving them. But then when we drop a prank, a lot of people love them still. It's just different. It's different, and then there will be some people who are like, "Yo, why aren't you doing overnights?" But then you gotta you gotta switch it up eventually. Maybe Drake was just changing. And it up. I think he's just he just he's very smart. He knows his wave, bro. He definitely it's he's reaching a new audience for sure with it. And it's almost like what MGK did. MGK was making rap for literally like his whole career, and then just recently in the past two three years, he came out and started doing like punk rock pop stuff. And way more people like it. And he's reached a whole crazy new audience. Like, and the old people still love him. And I think that I'm not saying that Drake is he's only switching to like a. a like a dance music yeah. type artist, but there was definitely it was like a dance music album. And the gr- dude, it's like Mike <laughs> too. Yeah, same thing that happened with Mike, the guy that I was talking about. Yep. He used to make like uh, more like rap type stuff, but now he'd be singing. I'm sure people in the beginning they're like, "Bro, singing? Well, like, what are you doing, bro?" And maybe a lot of dudes want like the hard stuff, but I'll tell you what, the girls are loving this one. There's definitely at least definitely a lot of girls don't like it too, from what I've seen on people's what? stories. Really. But I feel like a lot of girls are liking it. My favorite song in the album is Sticky. Really? You know how sticky it get? Nope. I haven't heard the entire the album. The only one though. I like is the um, one with 21 Savage. Man, man. Sticky goes hard. But sticky me, goes hard. Me and, me and our friend Evan, we were in the car the other day, and we were listening to the album, and then we were talking about how everyone was, like, hating it, right? And I was like, bro, just give it, like, a couple weeks or, like, a month or so. And then people are going to be, like, in the club. They're going to be playing the new Drake dance album. And then people are going to be in the club. People that said they hated it, they're going to be in the club, like, going hard to going hard to the dance songs. They're going to be chopping it up on the dance floor, going like this, like, just bumping their head and doing this in the club, like, boom, boom, boom. This is going to be boom, Mason in two weeks. Boom, 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 it just boom, takes time, bro. You gotta, give me a little, give me a little, boomf, give me a little beat. No, that's, just, that's old Drake. That's the old Drake. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the new Drake. And then, and then, next that's thing not, you know, next thing you know, they're gonna be like, "Yo, what is what song is this? Hey Siri, yo, what song is this?" And then they're gonna come to find out it's on the new Drake album, and they're gonna be like, "Damn, bro, I, I slept on. It, I'm not gonna lie. I yo. feel like that's gonna happen. I don't think it's his best music, and I'm not saying it's my favorite type of Drake either. Yeah, but I definitely think people in like a couple months or so they're gonna realize, like, oh, yo, he's kind of hard. I, I think that's gonna be me. I can see that happening because, bro, going back to Mike, going back to Mike, you guys know me. You guys don't know me as well, obviously, but I, I be listening to a bunch of new music and putting people on music, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the time. Oh, yeah. Put you guys on to like a bunch of people. You honestly put me on to Mike because I knew his exactly. as, as Mike Stud. I didn't know who the heck Mike was. Yeah. But then our friend Evan that I was talking about, I sent, I sent Mike's album in a group chat with me and Evan and the rest of us. And I sent the album in there. And then Evan listened to it, and he's like, nah, take out. Take out. Trash album. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like it. And then I sent, I sent the album again. I don't, he listened to maybe a song on there, and he's like, ah, I don't like it. And then I think I sent an individual song in the group chat. And he listened to it, and didn't like it. Like the first like three, four times I sent the Got links, it. he didn't listen to them at all. And then the other day, me and uh, Mason... We're chilling out here on the lake, on the jet skis. Got the speaker out there, just playing music. But the music that we were playing was just straight mic, straight mic. And then Evan, all of a sudden, he's like, yo, what song is this? This is kind of fire, bro. And I'm like, oh, it's Mike off the new album that I told you to listen to like five times. 
And he's like, oh, shoot, okay, okay. I, I still ain't rocking with him, though, you know? He just had to protect the ego a little bit and be like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he, it's he so funny, dude. He couldn't, it's so he, funny. He, you can't, he didn't want to admit that, like, put him on a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's the craziest thing is that the way people are told affects their opinion. Like, if the whole world didn't say Drake's album wasn't good, what would you? Re- what do you really think? Like, what if you were hanging out with the girl that you liked that you were hanging out with the other day, and she was like, yo, this Drake album goes crazy, and she's, like, dancing with you? I guarantee you gonna like that song, bro. You know how sticky right. it get? I gave maybe. that right, song right, right. a whole new meaning. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I feel like a lot of people... I guarantee you eventually I'll like it. Yeah, you know, you will. Like, you, you know the, the one song? Mm-mm, it's calling mine. <laughs> Come on, now. Come if on, you now. know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You don't. But then, also, then I uh, we play the next song out there while we're on the lake with Evan. And he's like, yo, what song is this? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, it's all on the same album. And then the next song, and he asks again, I'm like, bro, just listen to the entire album. I've been telling you for weeks now, just listen to the album. He's still asking. To, dude, he's literally still asking. Because, like, three days ago, he was asking us at the party. He's yeah. like, what song is this? And then I was playing Mike's song on my phone. He's like, yo, what song is that? And I'm like, bro, I, I tried. I tried to put you on. Same with Rohan, bro. Same A with Rohan. A long time ago, Nick found this underrated artist named Cal Scrooby. And Nick would play the songs, and Rohan would literally go, bro, turn it off. That's trash. Like, Rohan would roast Literally it. roast. He's like, bro, what is this? And I was like, bro, just listen. Trust me. Give it a chance. And now, I'm not even lying, Rohan is his biggest fan. Literally his biggest fan. I think he has merch from him. He literally has merch fan. from him. Plays his song all the time. Found out that that artist actually reps the Bengals, which is Rohan's favorite NFL football team. And now Rohan... If you ask Rohan what's his top three rappers, that guy's going to be in there, bro. He's got to be in there. And it's crazy because he was literally hating. Same thing happened who I went with in Miami. I was playing a Mike song, and then, you know, she didn't really... She I told her to listen yep. to the album a while ago, and then she was like, eh, I don't really like it. It's not my style. And I was like, trust me. Mm-hmm. Just, li- just listen to it. Just listen to it. Trust me. And then she ended up liking it. She's like, she asked for the name of the song. The whole reason we were... Oh. Wait. You know what's funny? The whole reason that me and this girl, we were in Miami, was because we went to an MGK concert. And guess who put her on MGK? NCK. But did she like MGK at first? No, she was like, she was like, yo, what what is what is this? Like white rock? Like punk rock? Like real, what bro. is this? Now she's a bigger fan than me. Dang. Even my girlfriend, I'd be playing Mike all the time, and she's like, all you do is play Mike. And the other day, I walk into the kitchen and I literally caught her s- singing. But it still works. And I was like, no way. It's funny she how it works. Crazy how it goes. Dang. Before the time, haters turn to fans. And all I do is rhyme. What? That didn't even rhyme. I know. Doesn't have to. You'll get it in a few years. Even Drake knew that when he put it out, though. You see Drake's merch? You see Drake's merch that he dropped for the album? No. Um, it was like his old album covers. It was his old album covers, but then like written over top of it says, I like the old Drake. Like, he already had it ready to go. He had it ready, bro. Because he knew. He Wait, knew. really? Yeah. yeah. It said, it said, I missed the old Drake or like, something like that. And that font that's like, if you're reading this, it's, it's too, too late. late. That font. Damn, but that's if, fire. I might have to If talk. you're reading this, I missed the old Drake. Where's it sold out? Look at you. You about to buy it and you don't even like the album, bro. Ooh. But you know what the funny part is? The funny part is the people that do like the album, they would buy, they would buy the merch because it's like supporting the album. But the people that like Drake... But don't like the album, 
they might still buy it because it says, honestly, I like the old Drake. Mm -hmm. And they might buy it just to spite. It's almost like, bro. It's almost like he's a genius. How long have we been going? We've been going pretty long, low key. Should we cut it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, take a leak. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you guys. It's been a great episode with the boys. We're going to get Rohan on here very soon. Uh, He's out of town. He's been out of town for a minute. But next boys episode, maybe it might be RTV. And well, let actually, it, actually, wait, I lied. Because then it wouldn't be a boys only episode. I don't know what I'm saying, but uh